Yeah. It's me. Norp. I got your letter. I never thought I'd see you again. For how long has it been? A long time. A long time, yeah. I realize I know nothing about you. Boy, your mom really doesn't talk about me, does she? Oh, really? <laughs> mom, hey, it's Dad. He, he's he's not how I imagined him. He's not used to having people around. Why did you ask me to come here? I don't want to discuss it. I need to know why you sent that letter. I gotta take a crap. I know what's happening. You got no idea what's happening here. Ever been in a fight? I once have kicked the guy's ear off. I got this theory. Bad guys have eyes that look like razors. <laughs> you have to kill him? I'm not a murderer. You just killed somebody like Metatron. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up being best friends. Come here! Come to daddy! back to the Horror Squad podcast. Tonight we're going to be talking about Come to Daddy, which just released a few days ago. You can find it on demand. stars Elijah Wood, and we are joined with everyone tonight. We've got Steve, myself, Todd, Sam, and Joe. And uh, where were you at, Hi. Steve, last week? Who? Steve. Steve. Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, I was still in South Carolina. Yeah, I talked about that two episodes ago. Uh, but it was my wife's birthday that day, so... Uh, they ended up having a party for her that night, which consisted of a uh, like happy hour at some bar with a lot of really old people, and then everyone getting together and watching the Survivor premiere. So you can imagine how exciting that was. Uh, but it was a great time uh, overall. I loved being on the beach, loved eating all that South Carolina Southern food, and now I'm back in my cold-ass Canadian town. So, there you go. Well, we missed you last week. Okay, I missed you guys, but I did listen to the episode, and it was quite the episode. I uh, really enjoyed it. Real quick. Did you laugh out loud, LOL, do a little har-har? Oh, yeah, and I cringed a little bit at times. But uh, <laughs> What part did you cringe at? Well, there was a lot of, uh, you know pedo talk and stuff so it was like <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly yeah, it was just funny. from one person really I did nothing wrong mm. alright what did you think of Islands? <laughs> I know we got your scores Steve but as a whole what do you think about those two movies uh, I don't know hands I really liked uh, but that one I'd seen like multiple times at that point uh, it's just a fun movie to watch. One I watch, I'd say every two years at least. Uh, it's just a fun adventure, and it's uh, it's got some good jokes. 
uh, you know, stoners are hot, so obviously uh, I enjoyed it in that regard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and Fear, I, I, I'd never seen Fear before, so it was a first-time watch, and to be fair to the movie, because I didn't have, like, my computer or anything with me, I had to watch it on, like, a 1x3 screen on my uh, phone, and huh? so it was very small, but I just, I thought it was boring. Like, it took so long to get <laughs> to its point where it's, like, 50 minutes in. I'm like, is there a horror to this? Like, it's just a romantic comedy, basically. And then it finally oh, gets me. going there at the end. And uh, I don't know, just didn't do it for me, to be honest with you guys. Okay, well, obviously, Steve is still upset that no one voted for his movie <laughs> pick. Well, 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 one co-worker. person voted for my movie. Get yeah, not, like get twisted. the last five minutes that was left. Steve probably yeah. that person and asked yeah. vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you to whoever that was. I really appreciate it. Which just goes to show you how underrated that movie is because obviously no one wanted us to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'll get yeah. it done one day. You have to see it. I've only seen it once. I liked it when I watched it. What was the movie again, Steve? Warm. Warm bodies. Oh, warm bodies. Yeah. Warm, warm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like our. I mean, romantic comedy hit the heart of it, but still pretty good. Right, which is why I picked it for the Valentine's Day episode. I thought it'd be a perfect type of movie review, but I guess it doesn't have the nostalgia than that the other three had. So, spoiler alert: I was the one that voted for it. (laughs) I knew it. Todd used his burner account. (laughs) Yeah. Is that your is that your catfish account, Todd? Is yeah, that got, the account you still talk to the high school girlfriend with? Well, yeah, well, I use Joe's picture to do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's the face of the franchise here. <laughs> and yeah, I do talk to her still. So what, Sam? You big meanie? <laughs> I'm not. I feel like Joe, mean. like this, like when we get off there, you yell at Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent. You guys know Joe's done more of the yelling to me than I have oh. to do. I can't picture Joe getting mad. To be honest with you, I can see him getting frustrated, but not okay. like smashing bottles or punching walls mad. But I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just don't see that. Okay, Todd. I've never smashed a ball or punched a wall. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about that one time? I don't remember. Right, before we get into another mushroom conversation, I match his face. Oh. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, do we have any emails? Yes. Well, not emails. Emails because no one does no that. No one sends emails. It's, it's like, <laughs> okay, apparently. I, I don't even know why I still even read the email, but if you do want to email us, it's the horse squad podcast at gmail.com. But. Uh, on social media, you can also send us messages. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Horror Squad Podcast. And we got a few questions today, so let's over head over to Instagram first. This one comes from Kayla. She says, "Fuck Mary Kill Dad Edition." Um, dad Jack edition. To- yeah, Dad Edition. He's coming, so, Daddy. So hey, oh, sense. that's true. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, so we got Jack Torrance from The Shining. Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses, and the other two, and Jupiter from The Hills Have Eyes. Oh my god. What the hell? That's some scary Is stuff. Captain Spaulding even a dad? 
Yeah. Yes. Who's he? Who's his child? Isn't Baby his kid? I think Baby is his kid. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a weird family. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I yeah. I think Baby is his kid, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But Otis isn't. I don't think. No. Yeah. Otis is like her half brother. I'm looking it up. Yeah, look into that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna marry Jack because he's definitely the best looking of those three. Um, you can booze with exactly. him too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can party, and you know, he's he's just a good family man, really. Um, and then I'm gonna fuck Captain Spaulding because you know he's you know a funny guy, so he can probably get you into bed. He's a smooth talker, and uh, then I'm gonna have to kill uh, Pluto there. Just because uh, he scares me. I'm going to have to kill Pluto. I'll marry Spalding because he'll just be working at the gas station and I won't ever have to deal with him. <laughs> and I'll sleep with Jack. Okay. Baby, Baby's father is Captain Spalding. Okay. And the father of Rufus is a man named Rufus, which is why they call him RJ for Rufus Jr. And the yeah. father of Tiny was Earl, whoever that is. So yeah, Earl. Is he the one with like the bald head with the hair half half of the hairline on the back of his head. Yeah is is Earl I the can't one? Think of his name. Is Earl the guy, the comedian guy, where he's like mm. chomping on her pussy? Yeah, yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a different guy. I don't know. Maybe. I know that's remember. Grandpa. I don't know if that's his is name it, name though. Is his name Earl though? I don't know. Alright. But I'm gonna mirror what Joe said about the Mary kill fuck. Yeah, you better. Are you uh, freaking drunk tonight, different. Joe? No. <laughs> 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 um, I'll go a little bit different. Uh, I will also marry uh, Jack Torrance. Just because he keeps to himself most of the time, uh, be a good drinking buddy, and he's obviously got connections to really kick-ass uh, sleeping accommodations, so mm-hmm. that were something to me. Uh, I'm gonna marry. Uh, sorry, I mean I'm gonna fuck Jupiter, and oh. it's really because I've seen Captain Spaulding fuck, and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I don't want any part of that. So no, thank you. So I'll just fuck Jupiter. All right. I think Gross. I called Jupiter Pluto earlier. So yeah, you did. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I think you did. <laughs> uh, so she also says, also seeing as poor Steve has to go to the dentist this week. Uh, what are some major fears or anxieties? I have really bad anxiety with dentists and teeth. One worst dream is my teeth turning to dust and falling out. Swore I woke up feeling like I was coughing up dust. I also have the irrational fear of lipstick stains on cups and overly sized Adam's apples. Ha <laughs> ha, and, bir- and birds. They are simply the devil. Interesting. Um, Steve, why are you on the dentist? Uh, just a, uh, a cleaning. Nothing cleaning, crazy, huh? but yeah, but my, my dentist, well, is wow. like Freddy Krueger. Like, she is just brutal. She's brilliant. And, oh my god, she's brutal. And she's just this, like, tiny little woman, too. But my God, does she put me in a world of pain? Uh, but it, you know, those are turned out pretty good. I'm pretty lucky with the dance. I've never had cavities or anything like that, so it's not never? that bad. Never, nope. Never had a cavity. Wow, good for not you. a single one in my entire life. So I'm hoping to 
extend that streak, then mm. we will see. I had a root canal, and you know the root canal's not painful, but bef- like actually like before the root, can- like the pain of before the root canal was probably like some of the worst pain I've ever had in my life. It was it was brutal. So yeah, take care of your teeth, folks. Um, wait, what was the question now? Oh, irrational fear. Uh, fears, just fears in general. Well, yeah, she said, uh, what are some of your major fears and anxieties? Gotcha. Um, I have a fear of heights for sure. Um, but it's only like on certain things. Like I get really nervous on extension ladders. Um, but if I'm on like a normal ladder, I don't get nervous. Or like if I'm on like a, like a lift or a roller coaster, I don't get nervous. But just like certain things where I don't feel secure, um, with heights. I'm surprised you're not nervous on like a boom lift or something. I'm not at all. Like, and I like just because I feel more secure, like on a boom lift, like sure, like they sway and stuff like that. And that makes me a little nervous, but like I'm on like a platform and there's like guardrails and stuff. So I just don't get nervous on those. Wear your harness, dude. Exactly. I do wear it. (laughs) PPE. PPE player. Nothing's really popping into my mind, honestly. Um, so Sam wants to go. What's the question? My biggest fear. Irrational. That's what. Or just saying. anything. Yeah. Uh, driving in Massachusetts. It's quite frightening. Are they pretty crazy? Oh my God, they. <laughs> yes, they are crazy. Steve can talk to this. He he drove here. <laughs> I can attest to this, man. They are crazy in uh, in and around boston especially uh when i went to see this uh, stephen king i couldn't find parking so i had to circle around for like an hour and it's just a mess of people who have no regard for (laughs) any type of like sign uh roundabouts uh weird turns uh sign like sign on top of sign on top of sign so you don't really know where you can park or like what a deal is it, it was a complete nightmare i mean it was worth the trip but damn dude yeah, uh, yeah. it was crazy yeah yeah but i will attest to boston being really uh it's kind of it is a nightmare to drive in the actual city for sure so because there's like nowhere to park and it, when you do find parking it's super expensive or so yeah yeah and as for me uh i'm a little bit on the same side as joe i, I have a little bit of like uh, height fear, but only in inside. So if there's a really high ceiling, I start like it's not that I'm afraid of it. It's that I I'm very cognizant to the fact that I'm in a room with a very high ceiling, and I would have a very hard time going any type of height in a room that has a high ceiling. I, I don't know why it's always been that way. I think it stems to when I used to have to do swimming lessons that my mom sent me to. And they'd force us to go on a top diving board. I don't know if you guys have ever done yeah. swimming lessons or been forced to go to the top of the diving board. And it's really high. It's like they, a third level. And it's like just crazy. And because and it's weird because everyone else's fear was to jump down. Like jump into the pool from the high diving board. Where me was the opposite. I was very scared to go up. But I'd be the first one to volunteer to get down. Because I wanted to be back on solid ground as quickly as possible. Uh, so that's a weird fear that I have. Mm. Interesting that you're more afraid of it inside rather than outside. Yeah, outside I can go up 
no problem. Like it doesn't bother me at all. It's just when there's a high ceiling that I start getting yeah. kind of wobbly. It's a very weird feeling. What about mm. indoor arenas? Is that like nightmare to you? Uh, like if I go to the um, like the nosebleeds in an arena, I'll I'll definitely feel it. Like I'll go. You know, I'm not irrational to the point where I won't go, but I'll definitely be very aware of the fact that I'm high up in a building that has a high ceiling. Uh, so yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. As a kid, right. as a kid, as a kid, the balcony arenas used to creep me out. Like I used to get nervous when I would go to like Disney on Ice, and we'd be like <coughs> in the balcony. So I can understand that one. All right. So thank you uh, for the question. We have another question here. It's from horror fan Ryan. He asks, "What's your favorite horror movie setting?" In the snow, Halloween time, summer camp. So, which what do you say is your favorite kind of setting for a horror film? Halloween time for me. Fall time, gloomy time, rainy weather. Mm-hmm. Some kind of circus for me, like a fun house. I like I like the woods. Anything that takes place in the woods. Yeah, and I, I'm with Sam. I, I really like uh, fall, Halloween kind of time. It just reminds me of a time where I'm. I really love watching horror movies, and uh, I don't. I just love the fall. It's just a like great time of year. So I love watching movies that are set in that time. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, finally, we have a few questions from Mandy. She says, she's "Hey, squad." Sorry, what? She's the best. Yeah, she's pretty cool. <laughs> like a 7 out of 10 it's, no. <laughs> she's still going to give me shit for that uh, uh, I have two horror questions and two non-horror questions this week um, so last week Joe mentioned he worked at a grocery store what were some of your first jobs I worked at Togo's do you guys know what that is no it's like, no. A, it's like a subway but like higher end so I worked there when I was like uh, 15 or so, and then I worked at Subway for like a year in high school. Oh, so you went to the enemy. I did. Subway's good, though, man. I like, <laughs> I like Subway. Shame what you got. Um, I worked at a pizza place, and then I also worked at a tanning salon. Free tans? I don't remember if they were free. Final Destination. Yeah. Final Destination, yeah. Joe, did you work anywhere else other than the grocery store? Um, actually, no. I worked at the grocery store, and then I went right to um, getting into electrical. So, yeah, I've only had two jobs, like, my whole life. I, uh, I was hired at Blockbuster, but then I decided I didn't want to work there. <laughs> I always wanted to work there. That was like a dream. Yeah. And now they're closed. I I plan I was going to and then I realized I was making more money if I just stayed at the supermarket. Um it plus like fun, Blockbuster. It would have been. Yeah, I kind of wish I did. But it was also Blockbuster like never closed. They were open on Christmas and shit and like everything. So I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. So. Yeah. I I always I applied when I was a kid to, like, Hollywood Video, Blockbuster, GameStop, and I never got hired to those places, and I just bummed out. Aww. It would have been cool. 
I yeah, I always thought like the coolest thing about working at Blockbuster is like you would get the movie like two weeks before the release so you could like see them all. Like and now it's like wouldn't even matter. I feel like because like everything just comes out on VOD like right away, so it's, there's no like difference. But yeah, I I would like to talk to somebody who worked at Blockbuster and hear their experience. Well, I. <laughs> I, I did work at a video store for Ooh. a few years. Oh, I worked right. at a, an, an adult video store. Oh, <laughs> for shit. a few years. I don't think yeah. I knew this. No, I don't think I ever talked about it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I did that for a while. It was a very interesting experience. Like, clientele must have been really were, must have been a lot of creeps. Were you, the, you know, it's it's a mix, right? Yeah. Were you yeah, the glory like, cleaner? <laughs> no, no, we, we didn't have, you know what's funny uh the owner um came by i wanted and he's like what would you say if we put a peep show in the back room <laughs> and i'm like you do that and i quit on the spot oh. <laughs> like, i'm not freaking putting a peep show in the back room like, like um, a peep show like with like an actual girl or no, like no. Uh, just, the, the like, type where you put a, the movies yeah, exactly. You put like a couple dollars in, and it plays a movie That's for ten weird, minutes. Man. I think. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're just jerking yeah. off. Yeah. Basically, oh, that, yeah. Basically, it's a it's it's a jerk booth for like, especially <laughs> I guess for, for yeah for I, like uh, husbands and stuff. I actually have a story about one. Um, oh. When I of course you do. <laughs> when I was in high school, um, I like had just turned eighteen, so I went to like this adult video store. And uh, they had, like, a back room, and I never knew what was back there. So I went back there, and it was, like, the peep show thing. So, like, I sat in, like, one of the booths, and I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't know what it was. So, like, I, uh, and, like, there was, like, all these different channels and movies and stuff. But, like, I was, like, then I, like, walked around to see if there was anything else back there. And, like, it's, like, it was, like, a front for, like, uh, it was basically, like, a bathhouse. Like, there were a bunch of, like, gay guys back there, and, like, they started making, like, they started making noises, like, at me and stuff like that. Like, sexual, like, advances, and I got so scared. And what I, like, ran out. I I thought, yeah, specifics. Like, he was, like, like, one guy was, like, mmm. Mm. <laughs> was this your, was this I, so, I thought, literally, I was going to get, like, grabbed and thrown, like, in one of the, like, things and get raped or something. Was so, it, like, I, it was terrifying. Were you at your chubby stage still? Um, no, I'd probably, it was, like, right after, it was, like, I was, I'd probably just graduated, so I, was, I think that was when I was losing my weight. Gosh, man, Did you go hilarious. home and tell the crew about it? I did, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, that's my story with that. That's funny. Yeah. And oh, and there were a bunch of a uh, bunch of uh, to- like tissues on the floors, uh, like back there. That sucks. Someone has to clean it up, man. Yeah. That's gross. Well, like, I, why would you feel comfortable jerking off in like a room anyway? Yeah. This is the yeah, it, it's pretty. It's pretty weird, for sure. <laughs> I just imagine you walking back there like a little kid and a young 18-year-old yeah. and gay kiddies just trying to get you. <laughs> yeah, I was only 18. I know, I was like a little kid. Hey, buddy, show no. me your dick. Cool horse shirt. Yeah, you're still a kid at 18. Yeah, you're a babe, man. Yeah. Show me your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 definitely uh, an interesting clientele. I'll say that much. I've 
definitely have some stories that maybe I'll save for another time, but I, I've seen some really interesting things over those years. Let's do a segment uh, where you tell us a sex shop story. Yeah. One in an episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, horror pornos? You know, I, not really, I gotta uh-huh. say. Um, no, it was like, you'd be surprised. There, there weren't that many um, like parody movies that they really had because they didn't sell. Mm. Uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff that people kind of get a kick of online. But when it comes to actually going to store, those are more of the intense people. You know, those are people that are hiding and they want something specific. And that wasn't really a big demand. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got we got them sometimes. Uh, you know, I remember some of the titles that were pretty ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> uh, like my favorite one is probably Men in Black Men. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> That was a good one, and uh, yeah. Anyway, it was a, a very interesting experience, and I'm sure over the course of the episodes, eventually I'll have some stories come out. But yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, her next question says, "I also really loved your chatter about your past relationship. So here's a question: What's the worst date you've been on?" Ooh, it's a great question. Probably when Joe took one of his young girlfriends to the fucking porn shop. Probably. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like Sam probably had. I feel like as a woman, you probably have way worse dates as a woman than you would as a man. I don't know. I'm trying to think of some. I know. I, I'm like. I'm trying to think. Like, I, can't, I can't think of anything that was like terrible. Like I went on dates where like I didn't hit it off, and like we just never talked again. But yeah, those are worse. Kind of awkward. I don't remember anything terrible. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't have anything groundbreaking, just stuff that was kind of boring or awkward because you guys were just not, you know, didn't connect. Right. Yeah, and for me, I, I, I had some, some in, interesting dates for sure <laughs> uh, over the years. Well, one in particular that stands out, so I met this girl who was a... Um, well, not she wasn't. She was in college, but her family were dairy farmers, and they lived on a farm about an hour away from where I lived. And she brought me the first time she brought me to the farm. So I drove an hour out there, and it's in the middle of nowhere. Just a complete. There's nothing else. It's just that one farm, and it's down this, like super like long driveway that they have to get to the actual building where the house is so i get there and her family is standing outside almost like waiting for me and they almost look like they're in a trance like, like she's controlling them and i don't know if she had told them like how to how to act or or it, it the way i remember it is it's like she told them it's like they were aliens and she told them try to act human <laughs> so so i get there and i introduce myself to these people and then we have dinner and the dinner was literally just them eating like staring at me waiting for me to kind of react to things and to ask questions and it was the same thing it really felt like they were there it's like make sure you act human around this guy because you know for whatever reason and that kind of freaked me out and then i go into a room oh no and it's the most (laughs) Clean room I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was a bed, a desk, and a mirror. Nothing else. There wasn't a picture frame. There wasn't a poster. There was absolutely 
nothing in this room but a bed. It was the weirdest experience like I've ever had, and I was so happy to get out of there by the end of that night. Um, Did you guys yeah. do anything in the room? No, oh. uh, but we... I feel like they had a peephole and they were looking. Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's where they tell her to bring home possible... Like yeah, no. She did bring me into a forest to do stuff. Oh. That was like because they had something like twenty acres, and there was like a forest nearby. And in the forest, there was like broken down military uh, like vehicles and stuff. It was just so weird. It's such a weird experience. What? Yeah. How old were you guys? Just. Uh, I was in college, so somewhere between eighteen and twenty-one. Huh. Uh, probably more, probably closer to 21 at that time. <laughs> when did you guys get, yeah. like, did you guys, nothing after that, though? Just that one? Yeah, no, we, 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 uh, we got did married, like got months. married. At the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I thought I was hearing you to say that, too. So, no, we, we dated eight months. Uh, I actually <laughs> never, so I, was I went, terrible. I, eight months? Jesus. It's like Pam from The Office. Eight like eight months you wanted <laughs> to meet her? Did you feel stuck? Did her room ever change in those eight months? I, I don't know, because I never went back. She made a shrine <laughs> to Steve. <laughs> no, she was weird, man. She was weird. She was weird. Not that like, weird. She was, uh... Oh, yeah, not yeah, that weird. Eight months. That's almost a year, which is practically three years. <laughs> yeah, she was really hot, you know? So, I, mean, I was 21, right? It was, like, it was a different time. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's because she would, like, snap. She'd go from happy to angry in, like, <laughs> one second. And well, it would be over. Her? It would be over, like, legitimately nothing. Like, we're watching a TV show on in my apartment, and I see a commercial for, like, Full House or something. And I say, oh, have you ever seen the show Full House? And then she'll snap saying... What you think I'm stupid? I've never seen this show before, <laughs> and then oh leave. <laughs> it was Please it was intense. Stop. I'm gonna have an asthma attack. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, it's funny, but my uh, my two roommates I lived with at the time. Sorry. She said she asked if you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a legit thing that actually happened. <laughs> So what did you say then? <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't really get to get a word in. She got just got super angry, yelled at me, and then left. Like, oh was, my uh, god! Then she went home, laid in her bed, and just stared at the wall in her blank room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't breathe. Now I have to use my inhaler. That is hilarious. Sounds like she might be yeah. like a carry type person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, but really, you think she's stupid? Obviously, she's seen Full House. God! Yeah, who hasn't seen Full House? Come <laughs> on, Steve. Yeah, I know, but like, you know, it's, it's just like a comment, right? During... That's Steve's first It's move. funny because... Uh, yeah, right? I've seen Full House. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a Joe thing to do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, someone anyway. sing the song. Oh, man. Oh. Whatever happened. Predictability. They're all doing a uh, con together, uh, Bob Saget, Dave Cooley, and John Stamos. I, I think it's uh, in Chicago or something. <laughs> Prepping that bail money for uh, for Lori Laughlin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's move on to the horror question here. Um, since it's Black History Month, other than Get Out and Us, what are your favorite horror films with a black lead? 
It's a great question. Um, and it, black uh, Black History Month. Um, <clears throat> and Women in Horror Month. So yeah, stay tuned next week. We have a special segment for Women in Horror Month. By the way, um, that Sam will be hosting uh, the entire show. Oh, all right. Todd, don't tease them like um, that. We already them. know I'm Joe ready. has. He is Beyonce. That's true. He's <laughs> weird, Jay Z. <laughs> Beyonce, a black woman. I'm black dying history, from Steve's fucking horror story. <laughs> what do you think? I'm stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. All right, black. But anyway, uh, black uh, leading horror. Um, so I'm gonna go uh, off the cuff here. Maybe one. You know, obviously, I think most people are gonna say like Tony Todd, Candy. That's Man. what I told you in our group <laughs> chat that I was gonna say, Joe. So how dare you? I'm sorry. Do well, you think I'm stupid? I'm not gonna. Say <laughs> I'll save it for you. I actually wrote a couple down here, though. Um, yeah. Okay. What I wrote here's what I wrote down. Um, Blade, Wesley Snipes <coughs> in Blade. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I had um, Dwayne Jones. Fuck you, Ben. Steve. Damn it, that's my original night. You can't, you can't do three. Give one. Okay, I'll give one more, and then Please if no don't. one mentions my others. This is the big one I had, though. Clarence Williams II in Tales from the Hood. Nice Google. All right, who's next? <laughs> Steve, Todd? Well, I was going Dwayne Jones from Night Living Dead, but Joe had to tell no, everybody. No, that's your pick. I knew you were going to pick that Todd, you. so and don't I, you worry. And I didn't pick Don, although it's my favorite, because I feel that's more of an ensemble with like Peter and yeah. Fran at the end. They're surviving. All right, and me, uh, well, I'm going to cheat a little bit, and because it's the movie that got me into horror, so I'm going to pick Tony Todd in uh, Night of Living Dead remake. And, uh, of course, Dawn, because Dawn is, like, my favorite horror movie. So the two dead films had black leads, and they were both friggin' awesome. Sam? You had Candyman, Sam? Yep. I gotta put you guys, well, myself on mute, because I'm having an asthma attack because Steve's story. <laughs> Jeez. And there's so much more where that came from, so stay tuned for that. I feel um, like Steve has right, his, like, double last... life that he hasn't shared with us. <laughs> That's what oh, I, I think. Fucking porn shot. Oh, right. Children porn that corn girlfriends. Yeah. And here I am thinking Steve just spends his time crafting with his beautiful wife. <laughs> and he has all these stories. I'm surprised no yeah, one yeah. said Old and Queen of the Damned. R.I.P. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Um, all right, her last question is three last ofs. What's the last horror Blu-ray you bought, the last horror figure you bought, and the last horror autograph you got? Ooh. I'll go first. Sure. Um, probably a Halloween Blu-ray, a Remake, creature figure. Original. You know what? It could be either one. I honestly don't remember. It's been a long time. Um, so what was it? Blu-ray, figure, autograph. and autograph. I didn't buy it, but Steve got us... Um, shit, what's her name? I can't... I think oh, of fake fan. You're the fake one, Joe, <laughs> with your Googling right now. <laughs> Fine, I won't even talk about her then. Mia Farrow, Rosemary's No, baby. we're not including it. <laughs> I don't know. 
Okay. I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> well, uh, as what, we discussed last time. Killer clown guy. Was that the last thing you, person you met? Well, no, it was the craft girls. I oh, think. yeah, the craft girls. Yeah, but we didn't get their autos. But did you meet anyone at that con? I don't remember. Yeah. I know you got the Chiro brothers for sure. And a clown from Killer Clowns. That was so long ago, though. It was. I've gotten other ones after that. Since, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Elvira. Oh, Elvira, yeah, there you go. Which wasn't a great experience for you? It wasn't. <clears throat> Why? Because she wasn't nice. She wasn't nice? Mm-mm. That's a bummer. But I'll give her one more chance okay. to make it up. <laughs> well, what about Jeremy? Oh, I love him. Yep. Okay. Full Moon has her sale, so I bought a bunch of shit from there. Um, Blu-ray was subspecies, one through three. And figure was the blade um, replica. And then autograph was uh, Michael Bean from Aliens. Nice. I'm trying to think of a Blu-ray. What have I bought? Oh, uh, probably the Night of the Demons um, Blu-ray that Shout Factory did. Um, that included the figures as well. That was the last Blu-ray I got of that. Um, figure? probably. I Pennywise. Think, uh, yeah, I got the NECA Pennywise. Um, the new, the uh, the original Pennywise cloth figure from NECA, um, and I bought those two um, Puppet Master <clears throat> replicas. They haven't come in yet, but I ordered those recently. And then, um, what else do I got? Autograph? What is the last autog- autograph I got? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the last con we went to. What was it? Oh, it was uh, Sam from Trick or Treat, probably. Um, Quinn Lord. I think that was the last one I got. <laughs> Very cool. Um, for me, it's not very horror, but I bought the Adams Family 2019 film. Um, Yet to see. Big I, fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also bought Escape Room at the same time. So those are my horror Blu-rays. Uh, figures, while I was in South Carolina, I found some uh, Target-exclusive Haunted Mansion pops. Nice. And I also bought the three Stephen King pops, because I have a Stephen King-like tribute room. And I also got Freddy and Jason solar-powered head knockers. Uh, I put them on my kitchen window so that when I'm doing dishes, I have, like, horror head knockers going around. And finally, the last autograph I got was, I just got it recently. It's Joseph Markell from, uh, who played Lloyd the Bartender in The Shining. Um, I did not meet him, but I do use a surface called CPA Authentics that gets autographs for you at cons and stuff. And they had a exclusive signing with him so i thought it was cool to add to my Stephen king collection to get something from the shining that isn't like very prominent like not a lot of people have his autographs so i was super happy to get it mm-hmm. yeah he's like 92 so he's probably yeah. not gonna be something much longer yeah um, yeah that's why i jumped on it when i got the chance because this might be the last chance yeah. yeah my biggest regret my biggest con regret so far was probably the chance to meet uh the grady twins and i didn't do it and I pro- and I definitely should have. <laughs> so I you, you have Dorado though, right? From ah uh, uh, yeah, I got Dorado. Horror, horror block. Horror block sent it. Yeah, right, but yeah. yeah, I wish I met them. Um, but yeah, and that's it for the questions. Awesome. Thank you for yeah. your questions, people.
What we got now? What watched? Hello. Sure. <laughs> yep. Everyone's all quiet today. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we were muted. I can't wait to talk yeah, about well, Elijah Wood dressing like a very strange young man. That's that's <laughs> to come lately or shortly. I'll start. Uh, young Frankenstein watched it for first time in forever. I guess I mean more of a comedy, obviously, but um, yeah, it's just basically the Frankenstein story redone as like his great great grandson trying to redo everything. Um, I can see p- people in the seventies finding this like very hilarious. Um, a lot of the jokes are kind of dated now, obviously, since it's in the seventies, but it's still an enjoyable movie. Noise. Um, uh, first one I got is uh, called School Spirit. Um, came out I think a year or two ago. Um, basically, the plot is it's basically think of like the Breakfast Club um, meets horror, pretty much. It's about these like kids. They're in Saturday detention, and and uh, you know they're just like the misfits and stuff. You got the jock, you got the you know the nerdy girl, you got the goth and stuff like that. So. Um, you know, so they're all in there, and um, basically, um, there's a killer on the loose in uh, the school, and there he's killing them off one by one. Um, the killer looks really cool. He's like basically like the school mascot, which um, is kind of like a pirate-looking guy. Um, so he's kind of like a ghosty-looking pirate. Um, so he's pretty cool-looking. Um, and from there, it's just kind of like your basic slasher. Um, it's an okay watch. It's nothing amazing or anything like that, but um, you know, it's it's a decent time waster if you're into the slasher genre. Got anything, Sam? Nope. Yes, you do. What? <clears throat> Fantasy Island. <laughs> Waiting for that when we review it on the podcast. Well, that's, I don't know if we are, so... I know, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, are we not going <laughs> to... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we'll review it, but... Uh... So, you, well, do you want to talk about No, I'll let Joe talk about it. I wasn't going to talk about it, I don't have it on my list. <laughs> oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> nope, I didn't watch anything. Alright. Uh, so the first one I'll do, since I talked about it, I'll do The Addams Family. Uh, it's a 2019 animated film. Uh, I love The Addams Family. I mean, I, I watched the TV show, uh, the really old one, and I watched like the one from the 90s, and I enjoyed all that. I absolutely love the movies from the 90s. So I was going to this pretty excited, but I got to say, it was like missing something. Um, the story was wasn't just just wasn't interesting there was nothing really going on uh the basic plot is also very similar to hotel transylvania and but they didn't do it like half as good as hotel transylvania did because i really love those movies so overall i was kind of disappointed with this one um i think they have such a rich history and such awesome characters and they kind of dropped the ball in my opinion so i was uh, kind of sad with this film but i still bought it and i'll probably watch it again at some point because i am such a big fan of animated films and the Adams Family, but uh, I'd say if you do watch it, go with low expectations. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's nothing, like, crazy, but... Uh, Alright, I watched one called Condemned, not the Stone Cold Steve Austin one, yeah. um, but one about 
Uh, this girl goes to live with her boyfriend and like at a condemned apartment building kind of thing, and there's people making drugs and everything, and the drugs get out and infect people, and, and people go crazy. It's not a good movie though, um, so I I wouldn't watch it. It cost me like a dollar ninety five on Blu-ray though, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, I wa- my next one. Um, I watched uh the Chernobyl Diaries, which I had never seen before. Um, yeah, I boy. think Todd said, I think Todd said he liked it. Um, I did not. <laughs> I thought you turned it off after I, you started yeah. it. No, well, no, I mean, I got about fifty minutes in and I shut it off because it was just like, I don't know, it really wasn't what I expected. Um, I just found it pretty dull and pretty boring overall. Um, but if you've never seen it, it's basically about a group of teachers who, Jesse McCartney, or maybe I guess twenty somethings, uh, they're on a they're on a trip and they go and explore Chernobyl and they realize you know they're not alone in Chernobyl. Um, you and, the uh, part yeah, if you I mean, finish it. oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. Uh, maybe I'll revisit it at another time. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just found it rather dull. All right. Uh, the next one I have is a ghost story. So uh, while I was in the U.S., I got U.S. Netflix, and there was a bunch of films that uh, we don't get in Canada, so I was kind of going really quickly to watch as many as I can uh, while they were free over there. And a ghost story is one I'd always wanted to see. But I didn't have time to watch it there, so I actually downloaded it so I could watch it on the plane. And this film is hella slow. Like, it is so slow. And I'm not even kidding you. This is an absolutely true story. That I was watching on the plane, and then the uh, flight attendant came by to like give me a drink and stuff. So I paused <laughs> the film, I got my drink, and I went back to it, and I was staring at the screen. And I swear, I, wa- I looked at the screen for a solid minute before realizing the movie was paused because the movie had been so slow up to this point that I figured it was just the ghost just sitting there and that's exactly what the film would be like. I mean, this film, there's a 10-minute scene, a 10-full-minute scene of a girl eating a pie. That's all she does. She's sitting down, she's eating a pie, and that is 10 minutes of your life that you need to watch this. It is, like, just... It's weird because I feel like there's... um, masterpiece here somewhere but it was so poorly executed that it just didn't work and i found myself just bored as hell throughout this uh hour and 40 minute film so i really wouldn't recommend it I hear it's, it's, it's not horror though right i didn't think it was well it's ghosts and stuff so, it's is that with casey affleck in it yeah yeah it's, and it's an a24 film so yeah you know. yeah i never saw it it's horror enough <laughs> I heard fantastic, yeah. though, but I guess maybe not. If you like watching people, eat, watching people eat pie. Depends on what kind of pie it is, really. Do you know what kind of pie it is? You don't even see what kind of pie it is. Cause it's, like in the, it's disappointing. Yeah, it was... Uh, like I, I wrote the tagline for this, a poorly executed masterpiece. So That's, that's my tagline for the film got Rooney Mara mm-hmm. in it though she's cute yeah yeah and she eats pie for 10 minutes she's <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she like watching her, uh, yeah yeah now she's cute yeah 
All right, I watched one from New Zealand called Mega Time Squad, and it's on Amazon Prime, and I highly recommend it. It's about a slacker that's kind of like a criminal, but he's like really small time and everything. And then also, actually, the the gang, I guess if you want to call him a gang, leader is Deacon from What We Do in the Shadows. And uh, basically, he fucks up the, the kid, and he finds like a time travel device, and he starts like turning it on. And basically what it does, it, it creates a copy of himself. So eventually he makes his own gang based on copies of himself. So there's like five or six of them running around. It's it's really goofy. It's really fun. Um, it kind of reminds me of like Turbo Kid, that kind of um, vibe. But uh, Mega Time Squad, Amazon Prime. Cool. Um, my last one tonight is called In Search of Darkness. Um, we talked about it, I think, last week on the podcast, actually. Um, it's a documentary uh, all about 80s horror movies. You didn't um, even finish it. You fell asleep. I watched three and a half hours and four and a half <laughs> hours of it, so I think I can speak on it. Um, so uh, it was really good. It's a, I mean, they break down every single year of the 1980s, uh, 1980 through 1989, um, and they just break down like each movie from that. They, you know, they just break down movies <laughs> from each year. Um, really, really well done. I think it's one of the best horror documentaries um, I've ever seen. Um, there's great. Uh, there's a bunch of great horror actors, directors. You got pretty much everyone from the age you can think of in here. You know, you got John Carpenter and Joe Dante and you know everybody besides Robert Englund, oddly enough. But everyone else is in there. Nick Castle. Um, you know everybody um really really good though um I-, I loved it i highly recommend it cool where did you find that um one? i found it online oh you found it online <laughs> where at is it on shutter no damn it joe we're supposed like to I said, recommend there's, people there's, online there's, streaming things <laughs> there's uh well like i said there was like nowhere there's nowhere to find it i think unless you uh actually contributed to it so this guy right here. <laughs> I, um, just to answer someone's request from a couple episodes ago i'm watching one on shutter called amsterdam it's from i think 88 it's a really cool slasher so far so if you got shutter check it out i'm not done with it though cool that's all i have um uh so for my last one and this one's on netflix uh, I finally watched uh, Don't Fuck With Cats, which is a documentary series about uh, Luca Magnata. Now, I was very familiar with this case. It happened in my hometown. So it, it, I've heard a lot of chatter about it. But seeing the documentary really brought like just how calculated he was as a killer, which is really freaky. Like He would enact essentially his fantasies and his film fantasies with his killings and his like police interview. And it's just a really interesting case and a really well-made documentary. Um, something that's hilarious. I was talking to one of my friends who's a cop and he's like, Oh yeah, my, uh, my buddy found the head that, uh, for the killing that he did. Uh, apparently it's wow. like a thing. They talk about that in documentary. They never talk about if they found the head or not, but they did in a, in a park where my friend works. Jeez. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really well-made documentary. There are twists and turns that are unexpected, especially if you're not uh, like you don't know the case very well. It has to do with a group of internet 
people who band together to try to study videos that he had put out where he's torturing animals and try to figure out who he is and it turns into a thing where he start, where he kills a person and it's very fascinating. I think it was three episodes, so it's not like super long. But if you're into true crime and documentaries, I highly, highly recommend it. Is that guy dead or in prison? He's in prison. Prison, yeah. Turd. I don't know why I got on Canadian crimes, but I was reading about that one guy that cut off someone's head on a Greyhound bus. Oh, yeah. Then, that was... Uh, that was... <laughs> and then I'm like, but he's out of prison. And I, I just couldn't fathom that. I know we have problems in our country when shit like that happens, but like, damn, he cut off someone's head and ate him. Yeah, he's yeah, out he of did. prison in front of everyone. Yeah, like, he, yeah, like just on the bus, and yeah, yeah, he's out of prison because um, it was considered like a mental a lapse in mental judgment. Like oh, he was, God. like he went crazy for uh, so he somehow got to argue that point, and because That's of that, uh, he got out. Yeah, is he like living? Like people know where he's at and shit. Probably, yeah. There, there's another really famous case here where. Uh, the person came out of prison and people are always like kind of hunting her down trying to find like what her new alias is and where she lives and stuff like that so yeah they're out there alright are we doing trivias or uh, news uh whatever either one you pick oh me okay Uh, (laughs) let's do some trivia alright Let's get get that score sheet out. All right, I got the score sheet right here. Um, all right, so currently, um, in uh, last place we have Sam with three points. <laughs> in third place is Joe with four points. Uh, in second place is Todd with ten points, and in first place Steve with twelve points. Don't call it a comeback for Sam. Nope. Don't call it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steve, go first. All right. Uh, let me find him. So two of my questions this week actually come from uh, people who sent them to me. So thank you very much for that. Ooh, nice. Uh, the first one comes from JediMind1207. He sent me the question on Twitter. He says... Uh, the 1980s killer truck movie directed Maximum by Stephen King. Yes, that's not the question. No. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. In which state did it take place in? Oh, uh, Maine. Nevada. Texas. Nope. None. That's a neg- negative on all of those. Is that California, probably? Nope. No, darn. Um, uh-huh. So it was actually where near where I was. It was in North Carolina. Oh. So thank you, Mondo, for the question. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's keep the trend going here. Mine's from Mondo, too. <laughs> All right, ready. In Tremors, what do they call the monsters? Graboid. You got it. Yeah. Woo-woo. Alrighty, I'll go next. Um, this comes, uh, I believe all these were sent in by Rise Horror Corner, if I'm not mistaken. Um, all right. This actor, 
starred in both Child's Play and Fright Night. Chris Randon. Uh, sure yeah. To me too. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Randon. Yep. Is Chris yeah. Todd said it first. Todd said it first. Yeah. <clears throat> he sent right. that one to you too, Sam. Yep. Oh, this one's from Mondo, I believe. What is the name of the imaginary friend Reagan comes into contact with while using the Ouija board? Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy. I think Steve got it. What What'd you say? Captain Howdy. <laughs> no, Joe said it first. I know. I was being sarcastic. Oh. You get a pen. He's not keeping score again. I don't have a pen on me. Oh my, oh my god! god. <laughs> this fucking. Well, I, I got it. I mean, I got a point. I got two points, and Todd's got one. <laughs> Everything we rely on you, Joe. <laughs> Joe's get one in extra points for himself. You know it. Uh, all right. So this one, I I feels a little tough. So, so there are actually two answers to this. If you get one of them, then I'll give you the point. Okay. So this one comes from Rise Horror Corner. He sent it to me, I think, on Instagram. So he says, uh, The school gym where the Halloween dance is held. Can you name either of the two other movies that use the same gym? Oh, I'm going to make a guess here. Back to the Future? No, it's a horror movies. Oh, horror movies. I'm going to make a guess. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That is a hell of a guess, uh, Sam. That is a point for you. Oh. Can, I, can I make another guess since you already got it? Yeah, sure. It, Carrie? No. Darn it. There's one more? There's one more, but I said I'd give a point if you only got one because I thought it was a tough question. Uh, the other one is actually Jawbreaker. Oh, Sam. Never saw that one. Yeah, me neither. What? I was like, Jawbreaker. I was like, surprised you didn't start up your alley. Yep. All right, also from Rise Horror Corner. Loving the questions being sent in. That's sweet. Um, <laughs> this is a recent one in all our minds, so let's be quick on it. What is the name of Anton's dog in Idle Hands? Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> I already forget. Uh, Give me a second. All right. I'll say, like, Spot or something. That is incorrect. I don't remember. Ah! Uh! Yeah, I don't. Is it? It fucking starts with a B. I feel like. Is it it's Butch? A, no, it's like it's a similar kind of style name to that, like a, like a like a common name, but it's not Butch. You going to guess, Joe? I don't. I don't even know. The name is Duke. Duke. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. All right, I'll go next, I think. I think it's my turn. Uh, what famous icon, horror icon can be seen on David's mantle? Chucky. Chucky, yeah. Damn. In fear. Correct. Who said that, Todd? Todd said I was going to... I had that written down briefly, and then I got people email me, so I took it off. <laughs> Sammy? All right, this comes from Rise Horror Corner as well. What does Anton first try to use to cut off his hand? Oh, it's uh, a hatchet. Bagel cutter. And bagel slicer. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I, I kind of want one of those. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, some kid would cut their finger off. Yeah. Or adult. Uh, Steve? Yeah. Uh, sorry, just going to my question here. Where is it? So many questions. Oh, he's, he's poking at something. He's something. <laughs> yeah, I'm because I'm going to. I have like eleven pages of notes. So I'm trying to find my, my question. Uh, all right, in Come to Daddy, who allegedly designed his uh, uh, gold iPhone? Uh, uh, Lord. Lord. Shit. You got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was about to yell out yellow semen. <laughs> but I decided to listen to the question. <laughs> oh, man. That's gross, man. Can't All right. Also for Mondo, you guys are killing it on the questions. What 1982 <laughs> critical and fan flop is now considered a classic? Creepshow? Incorrect. Um, Hold your guys. Incorrect. What 1982 critical and fan flop is now considered a classic? Phantasm? Incorrect. The thing? You already had three guesses, Steve. You can't guess again. <laughs> the thing. Go, <laughs> yes, it's the thing. I'm not, I'm not taking that point, but... It's because it's your year so I, I know the movies that came out that year, because you get that question a lot, you know, like what your favorite movie from the year they were born, so... That's true. No one gets yeah. a point. No. No uh-huh. points awarded. This one also comes from... From Mondo. Jeez. Jeez. What was the false pretense Joseph used to lure to lure Aaron in the movie Creep? The uh, documentary yeah. about his uh, like cancer. Yeah, he's right. He's making a documentary yeah, for his kid to watch. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Nice. This question also comes from Mondo, I believe. <clears throat> Um, this movie features a scene where parishioners turn into werewolves. Oh, um, shit, The Howling. <clears throat> American no. Werewolf in Paris? No. American Werewolf oh, in London. I know it. I, wait, do I know it? Yeah, no, I know it. Silver Bull. You guessed, though. I did. Yeah, we need to have strict rules on our guessing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was it? Silver Bullet. Yep. Oh, it was? Oh. Okay. So, it? So none I of, think so. None of us mm-hmm. came up with our own questions this week? Well, I did. The, my last one was... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, my David, my David Chucky one was mine. It's a pretty good turnout, people. For Thank you. All right, well, after this week, um, we have Sam get the point, remains in last place with four. four. Uh, Joe gets three points this week, remains in third place with seven points, and we currently now have a tie for first place as Todd and Steve both have 13 points. Nice. It's going to be a tight tight race this year, I feel. It is. (laughs) Joe's coming back, so yeah, be careful. You know it. Don't call the comeback just yet. All my questions next week will be Jawbreaker related. So there you go. <laughs> Alrighty, horror, horror news <laughs> time. 
All right. Well, all right. First piece of news I got tonight is very exciting. A classic Monsters Land is coming to Universal's Epic Universe theme park. Um, as some of you may or may not know, uh, Universal Studios in Orlando has announced that they will be um, making a third theme park to go with regular Universal and Islands of Adventure. Um, and it was announced that apparently they're doing a Super Nintendo World as part of this new park as well. But for horror fans, what's most exciting is the land for the classic Universal Monsters. Um, the land will be themed um, based on a European village evoking the sets built for Frankenstein on the Universal's lot in Hollywood over 90 years ago. Um, remain standing and are used to this day um, apparently will be put into the park um, and it appears that Castle Frankenstein will be looming over the village as will the old windmill from the climax of them. Uh, the park is expected to open in 2023 um, also um, one of the main attractions is said to be a classic style dark ride, which will feature most of the original Universal monsters. Um, so expect to see them all. Um, so yeah, some really, really exciting news there. Basically, Disney World for horror lovers. So um, yeah, Amazing. super exciting there. Yeah, I mean, you're fan. How can you not go and check that out? Um, yeah, going to be amazing, and I'm sure Steve will probably be the first of us to go see it, considering he heads down to Universal every year, so you might have to uh, be the official reporter on this, Steve, in a few years. And, and, and Amendment to Surf Fourth Park. They have Volcano Bay as well. What the so, hell is that? What's Volcano Bay? Is that a water it's, park? It's, yeah, it's, it's like a water park that's also attached to Universal Orlando. Gotcha. Alright, never but been you'll, to that. You'll know all about that when you go, hopefully, this uh this fall to Halloween. Oh, hopefully, yes. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, so do you know anything else about this park? Because I saw Super Mario World. Do you know anything about the yeah. Super Nintendo World and stuff too? Yeah, so, so they're actually about to open it the same land in Japan for Universal Japan. So mm -hmm. it's basically just like they have Mario Kart. Uh, they have like a it's a theme land to Super Mario. So they're going to have that. They're going to have the Universal Monsters. It seems like they're also going to have, I think it's How to Train Your Dragon land as well, and something else. I don't remember what the other one is, but the Universal Monsters one looks really kick-ass. Uh, they already have some Universal Monsters love in the uh, regular Universal Studios park. Uh, they have a store dedicated to Universal Monsters. They have a horror makeup show, and they also have a restaurant, um, Monsters Cafe, which has which is a tribute to the horror uh, like icon. So mm -hmm. I think it will be uh, very interesting. And now like Disney and them are really at each other hard. So they're really both putting their A game. Uh, they just opened a really kick-ass uh, Harry Potter ride called Hagrid's uh, Motorbike Adventure. Disney just opened Star Wars, which had the coolest experience I've ever had in the park. So yeah, it's, it's, they're putting big money into this, and I'm sure they're going to do it justice. I really look forward to it. Do you guys think it was a good choice to do the classic Universal monsters, or do you think they should have went, like, with some more current stuff that, you know, I mean, obviously, 
I think everyone's a classic Universal Monsters, but maybe do something a little more current. Like, I mean, Universal owns the property, so a lot of other horror stuff. Or do you think that's more, you can kind of make the Universal Monsters kind of kid-friendly as well? I think they're a nice, safe bet for everybody. Yeah. Um, plus, you said everyone knows them, too. Yeah, that's just iconic. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's also a rights issue. Um, a lot of the horror classics aren't owned by Universal, other than the uh, Universal Monsters, and they already have the problem where they have a Simpsons-themed area, which is now owned by Disney, and a Marvel-themed area, which is also owned by Disney, so they don't want to get into a new park and start opening lands that are going to e- either be bought or are owned by other company. so mm. I think they're going the safe route and picking something under their umbrella. So how does that work? Do they have to pay, like, royalties to Disney? No, because theme park rights are separate than movie rights. Gotcha. So for theme park, Disney's not allowed to do Marvel or Simpsons in Orlando. Mm. But all the merch that's sold goes to Disney, like the, the profits. <laughs> that's so, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's a, it's a catered arrangement. Uh, but yeah, that's basically the gist of it. Oh, interesting. Cool. All right. Well, um, all right. Next bit of news here. Um, obviously, with um, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise looking like it may be coming back um, with the rights going back to the West Craven estate. Of course, the fans and everyone alike wants to know who is going to play Freddy Krueger. Will Robert England return to don the Freddy glove one more time? Well, folks. It seems like it's time to finally move on from Robert England as your Freddy Krueger, as he just did an interview with Entertainment Weekly saying that he doesn't think he will ever play Freddy Krueger again. Um, the exact quote is, I don't think I'll ever don uh, uh, the makeup again. I'm a little too old for that. Uh, I'm a little long in the tooth to play Freddy now. Uh, I think if I was doing it, it would be more like Freddy versus Viagra. <laughs> um, he said, but I have no idea whether they're going... <laughs> he said, I have no idea whether they're going to go on and create completely new stories or whether they're going to go back and do prequels or origin stories on the Freddy Krueger myth. I don't know what they're up to, so I'm just waiting to hear. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I'm not in that mindset that it's Robert England or Bust. So, you know, I mean... It is a bummer, I guess, but, um, I, you know, I think someone else can definitely don the makeup as uh, with Jackie or Haley. Maybe um, it didn't succeed, but I, I think someone else could definitely do it. I'm, I'm with but, you. I'm not married to yeah. him. No, I mean, I, I just think so close minded when they like, they, you know, their idols, you know, you, you, like, you know, you only Doug Bradley can pay, play Pinhead and. Uh, you know, only uh, Warwick Davis can play the Leprechaun and whatnot. I mean, but then you got stuff like Kane Hodder being praised as Jason, and he didn't even don the mask until Part Seven. I mean, I don't even so think he's yeah. the best one either. Yeah, right. I mean, oh, who's your favorite? Uh, gotta go Part Six, man. He's like the one of the biggest too. Kane Kane Hodder, not that big in person. Right. No, he's not. Um, is Part Six CJ? CJ Graham. Yep. Yeah. Also, yeah, he's part a good, too. Ted White's awesome. Ted White, I think Ted White's great. He's probably my favorite. Um, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I just think it's 
you know, time for hard fans to be a little more open-minded. For I mean, and then look at this new Leprechaun we watched. I thought the dude who played the new Leprechaun we had, we actually had him on for an interview. Lyndon it was Porco. really good. Yeah, Lyndon Porco, yeah. So, and Paul Taylor didn't do all that bad as Pinhead either um, in the most recent one. So, yeah. Uh, alrighty. Uh, next bit of news I have here. Um, for fans of R.L. Stein. Um, he is coming out with a new graphic novel um, coming set for October 2020 release. So right in time for Halloween, um, the graphic novel will be titled um, Just Beyond Welcome to Beast Island. Um, so a quick little plot here is trips to exotic islands can be more exhausting than relaxing sometimes. And on the island of Mala Suerte, there's a real beast Carla and her little brother Benny accompany their Uncle Bill on a sci- scientific expedition to study unidentified species on their remote island. But after a little bad luck, they do soon discover something terrifying and d- deadly living in the river swamp. Um, so, yeah, could be pretty cool. And uh, I don't know if this could be this could be our offside's first soiree into a graphic novel. So definitely um, could be interesting. I mean, I know he has done some um adult novels recently as well so yeah so for, for fans of R. Stein and goosebumps and whatnot be uh look on the lookout for that this october that was that was my question if he's done an adult themed horror f- novel before. he had no of at least one book horror adult book he he wrote i did not read it i can't say if it was any good or not but i know there's definitely one out there i want to look it up I'm do interested. it all right. Hey, um, all right. So next bit of news here um, was just kind of broke today and uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, have have either, any of you guys seen Grizzly? I have. That's a good movie. From 1976? Yeah, it's really fun. Well, Todd, you, you're in for a treat. As the long unfinished sequel, Grizzly 2, The Revenge, has finally been completed. 20 plus actually 30 plus years later and is getting a release this year um so uh this week the sequel to 1976 grizzly also known as grizzly to the predator um has finally been finished by producer suzanne nag who has gained full control over the movie after many many years um grizzly 2 was filmed in 1983 but never actually finished or released and only a rough rough cut has ever existed. Um, the movie, which features George Clooney, Laura Dern, and Charlie Sheen, um, will be getting um, a release um, very soon, and it looks like it's going to be getting a uh, Blu-ray and uh, VOD release. So um, stay tuned as it's actually getting screened in L.A. Um, this week. Um, so yeah, exciting news. <laughs> But isn't that that's nuts? Like a movie, just a sequel that was shelved for thirty years. It was filmed, and just never saw the light of day, and it's finally seeing the light of day now. That's quite cool. Yeah, I'm looking for one that Romero did that was shelved for since the '70s. Man, I forget what it's called. I think it's called Amusement, actually. Um, yeah. But they just found that. I think we talked about it, actually. I think we did. Uh, now that you that's it. supposedly getting a release, but who knows? No. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Um, all right. Just a couple more pieces of news here. Um, 
Happy Death Day director, Christopher Landon. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't mind Happy Death Day 2. I liked it better than the first one. So maybe check that one out, Todd. Um, but uh, Happy Death Day, um, director Christopher Landon, is um, coming out with a brand new horror movie this year. Um, he's quoted as saying uh, his next movie is going to be gory as fuck, blood-drenched, and gleefully a hard R. Uh, the film currently is untitled, but the plot has been um, unearthed. Uh, and here's your plot. After swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. So basically Freaky Friday, but for a horror movie. Uh, and uh, yeah. That's uh, all the news on that. But so, if you're a fan of if you're a fan of Happy Death Day, that could be uh, something for you. Or I guess a fan of Freaky. I actually think that's kind of a fun plot device for a horror movie. So, uh, I'm excited for it. Um, all right. Did you guys check out uh, the Are You Afraid of the Dark um, revival that happened on Nickelodeon this year? No. Uh, all right. Well, um, uh, me and Sample it and i think we both enjoyed it quite a bit sam you liked it right yeah i loved it yeah it was really good um well nickelodeon has renewed are you afraid of the dark for a second season uh the episode order was not revealed although um it has been announced that it will be uh, more than a three-part miniseries um and uh yeah that's about it on that but uh, i'm really excited for it i thought it was a great uh, like intro to horror type series done really well. Um, the production value was really impressive on it and uh, I'm excited for it. So uh, yeah, keep an eye on that. I'm assuming it will probably get a release sometime around next Halloween. Um, all right. And um, the last bit of news I have is Blumhouse's The Craft Reboot has wrapped, uh, has officially wrapped filming so expect that to come out um, later this year or early next year. And uh, that's all I get for Harnies. You going to be all into that, Sam? The craft? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Give it a go. Give the old one, too. All right, we're doing the movie now. Let's do it. You want to talk about that one trailer? You didn't even watch him, huh? Never mind. No, I didn't watch him. I'll see what can save him. Which are one you guys like the most we can do next week just let me know <laughs> all right hold on let me come to daddy here all right come to daddy a man in his 30s travels to a remote cabin to reconnect with his estranged father uh stars elijah wood directed by aunt timpson wrote by toby harvard who did some story work on um the gracie strangler um i'm not sure what aunt timpson has done in the oh he direct no he produced turbo kid and Housebound, so I don't know if he's written, directed anything else. Nope, just some random short in 1996. That's random. Uh, but anyway, uh, Elijah Wood like starts off the movie. He's traveling to... He gets a letter from his dad, um, and then he does this elaborate trip that he has to walk in like the woods and across the beach. I feel like there's an easy way to get to the house. It's kind of weird. Um, but he shows up at his dad's house, and his dad's just a drunk. He's really... He, he's pretty much like you see a crackhead on Cops. That's exactly... <laughs> what he looks like and acts like and things just start going cra like weird um 
Elijah obviously wants answers because his dad disappeared when he was five years old and randomly out of the blue he sends him a letter. The dad doesn't want to talk to him. He gets drunk. He gets angry. He throws rocks at him when he's swimming. And just all around is a mean person. Um, and then this story starts to unfold. Um, my initial thoughts when it started, I'm like, what the hell is Elijah Wood wearing? I got addressed a little bit later. <laughs> um, and Elijah's like, he's like at the, I want to know what Sam thinks, if honestly about him. He's like the, at the cusp of, is he super creepy or is he super good looking? I don't know. Sam. What do you think I'm saying? Oh, I think I know you're going to say good looking. But, I, I, mean, I mean, all right, straight dudes, that's where I stand. So, what do you guys think? <laughs> I need to know. Because you're out. <laughs> I like he's good looking. He's confident in his style. He doesn't care what people think. He's on a journey of self-discovery. He likes his long sleeve tops and his freshly mustache and his gel down full haircut. He looked like a hipster lesbian. <laughs> I don't see the lesbian part, but hipster, he yeah. The, he had the big, like the hat that blew off in the wind and his dress. It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to spoil this movie, people, and it just came out. So if you don't want to hear about the spoiling, please come back later. Mm-hmm. Right, what do you guys think? Come on. Um. So I really, uh, I didn't um know what to expect going into this movie. I didn't even. I don't even think I watched a trailer for this. Um, you know, obviously we like reported on it and stuff on the show and whatnot. Um, so watching it, I was really um, surprised. It was not what I expected at all. Um. Very, very weird movie. Um, like Todd said, I think it teeters. Uh, well, we were talking about this off the air, um, but it definitely teeters on, you know, it, it takes a while for the horror elements to get into this movie. Um, I would say probably, a, you know, a good 40, 50 minutes. Um, but then when it does, it definitely um, ramps up. Um, yeah, it's like a. I, I, this is one like I was a little uh, unsure of and a, a little on the fence about. Um, but overall, I would say I liked it, but I didn't love it. So I, I gotta disagree with you on that one. I thought the horror stuff was in the beginning because I was still yeah. expecting the shoe to drop. You know, like so. Yeah. So what? So what I thought was happening is I thought his dad was like a serial killer and he had people locked up in the basement or something. Mm-hmm. So like. I was waiting for that to come into play and maybe Elijah had to out something. So like every time there is tension and he's getting drunk and threatening him or throwing the rock at him, I'm like, Oh shit, like something's going to happen. So I was like really into it until we figured out what was actually happening. Then that's, yeah. when it, that's when it went downhill. And I was, that's when I had questioned like, well, this is horror or not, or is this just trying to get his son to get him out of getting killed? You know, like that's where I, you know, left, right. the, left the movie, I guess. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting movie for sure. Uh, I, I you know there's yeah I really didn't know what to expect from moment to moment. Like um, I don't know, are, are we spoiling it yet, or am I just overall thoughts? Spoil that shit. Sure. Okay, so when uh, the guy that you thought was his dad uh, dies, uh, he has the body in his possession for like what seems like a couple days, 
And I thought, like, the body would somehow reanimate or he'd start haunting right. him or something. Mm-hmm. But ne- that, that never really happens. And then you hear noises in the house. So I didn't immediately think of someone stuck in the house. I thought it was, like, haunting starting to happen. And I thought that's what the movie would be about, was kind of a, his dad coming back to haunt him because he was a dick and everything. But it just went in a lot of really good ways that uh, confused me. Uh, there were some things that... I, I'm interested to discuss. I, one thing I'm really interesting to find out if you guys thought the same thing, especially Sam on this. Uh, it seemed to me like the girl was hitting on him, but apparently not. <laughs> Her reaction later. Now I get the circumstance wasn't exactly good, but I definitely got some vibes that she was like hitting on him. Uh, what, what do you guys think about that? I don't remember taking it as hitting on him. I think she was just being. Caught- because she, you know, you're running into a guy who's lost his father, and you don't really know the situation that he's in, and so I think she was just trying to be like nice. I think that shows the difference between guys and girls here. Because I think if I was Elijah Wood in that exact predicament, I would have hit on her too after she kind of was nice to me. Yeah, I mean, but she also goes out of her I way. To... Think that, but. Yeah, she she goes out of her way to say that she's single, like in a like you know the last exchange they have in person, she like actually says something to the effects of, you know, my husband passed away years ago, and I've you know been kind of alone ever since. So it gave me a sense that like by the way I'm single, buddy, you know let's let's chat. But apparently not. Apparently that's completely wrong. This is well, why I'm happy. I'm not dating. You'll be okay. Like I've been through this, so you'll be okay. But too also, if it was a thing of where he was picking a vibe of her hitting on him, I think she like shut it down because he called her just being like a drunk fool. So maybe she was hitting on him, but with her him being like that, she wasn't interested anymore. We called. Like, he was thirteen. Like who's this? Guess. Take a guess. <laughs> 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 Well, he was shit-faced, right? I guess. Yeah, I, I'm with Steve, though, with the whole body thing. That's, that could have been so cool if they played it a different yeah. way. That's what I thought happened, too, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, well, and I remember, like, I saw the trailer for this once, and I was under the impression that Elijah was going to be the crazy person or the killer. I didn't really know what to expect and, like, how you mentioned, how all of you guys mentioned, um, like, each segment of the movie, you kind of thought it was going to go down this one road, and then it didn't. And you're like, like, oh, well, maybe this road. And then it didn't. Well, maybe this road. So it definitely kept me guessing. Right. For me, though, it got, like, a little too uh, quirky, I guess. Like, uh, like goofy, where it, like, stopped taking itself, like, seriously. Like, the beginning of the movie, it was, like, really, like, serious. And then once he goes down, you know, he finds the hatch and he goes down and we realize that that wasn't his dad. That was, you know, the people who kidnapped his dad or whatever and had him locked up down there. Uh, After that, the movie gets really kind of goofy and that kind of turned me off a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I knew what it wanted to be, honestly. Mm hmm. Like, What's uh, wrong with that? Just because it doesn't fit in your box. Todd, Joe. Well, what box? Well, that's what, like different boxes. 
I gotta say the villain is really creepy though. The like English guy or Scottish guy or whatever. Oh yeah. Super creepy. Yeah. Precious mm-hmm. the pre- prostitute was was fun. Uh, didn't expect to see a full on wiener laying in a bed. Yeah. Um. Hey, yeah, I would I would have liked if they stuck strictly horror to me and went the route I thought they would take, but it didn't, and it turned into like a I'm revenge kind of thing. Yeah, so this is from the same people who did Greasy Strangler, and I, I definitely, me personally, I definitely see a, some similarities between the two, um, whereas this one kind of, it was grounded a bit more in reality, um, and then kind of goes a little off the rails towards the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely some goofy stuff in, in this one as well. Yeah, I feel like they could have explained things a little bit more. Like, I didn't really understand um, who, you know, Narwhal really was. Like, he goes through this whole thing where he says he's some kind of, like, music producer or something, or DJ, and he's talking about, the like, the famous people he knows. Like, I know he's trying to impress it was his dad, but then we never actually find out who he actually is. So it's like, there's missing character development for me to care Yeah, uh, for all the stuff that they show in the second half. I feel if I cared for the characters more and knew more about them, then maybe I would more if he got hurt or killed or whatever at the end. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just some weird things. Do right. I, do I promote? Yes. Do I DJ at clubs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I like the, El- the Elton John <sighs> part. Was yeah. I mean, you guys got anything else to say? I'm, I'm pretty... Uh- I mean, I think they talked about his character where he was talking about how he had the drinking problem and he tried to commit suicide. So I feel like that's, I don't know if you remember that, Steve, but I don't know. I feel like that was a bit of more character development, I guess. I don't really know. Or attachment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some weird they made too. So when, so so first of all, so, okay, so they're in that like basement thing. And the killer comes, and he's like, I'm going to come back. So he just lets, like, the door unlocked up, yes. up there so they can yeah. escape. And then they so do stupid. escape, and instead of running away, he's like, no, I just got to go take a leak. Like, are you kidding me? You can't <laughs> fucking, like, escape and then take a leak in the woods or something? Like, it's just little <laughs> things like that always grade me in movies where it's just attention to detail that just, come on. No way that would happen in real life if this thing were to present itself. I like when he stabs the guy in the dick, though. Yeah, that was, yeah, that, was that was the best part of the whole movie. That that whole yeah. killing. And he wrapped his awesome. head. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty brutal. And the toilet paper, paper still like in his ass, and like the toilet paper rolls like falling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> they should have embraced one like some side of it. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. I just went with it. I think because the comedy landed for me mostly too, especially mm-hmm. like when he opens the door and the prostitute has the other dude in a headlock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deodorant. Have you ever heard of it? it like... <laughs> but, yeah. Mm-hmm. You want, want some ratings or what? Sure. I mean, is there anything? I mean, well, like, what do you think of, like, the very end? Like, the very end scene there? Like, him and his dad have, like, their moment. I don't know. Yeah. I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, I just, like, at that, like, the, at that point, like, it was just, like, the mood of the whole movie was just so all over the place. I just didn't, like, it didn't connect with me. Well, how did the dad 
get that letter out if he was in captivity. Okay, so I asked Sam the same thing. And Sam, you want to kind of say what you said to me? Um, I just was thinking, well, maybe he had sent it out uh, before. I think that's what I said. I don't even yeah. remember. Like before uh, they chained him downstairs. Right. So, like, I, the way I perceived it, like, it almost seemed like he was out for a long time. But then, like, the way Sam explained it, like, maybe he was only down there for a few days. And, like, or so even like, a few weeks, yeah. I mean, to get the letter and to figure out his schedule and money to get there. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I, that was my reasoning of why, of a possibility of how that would work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. A little cheap, though. Hey, it's not my movie, Todd. I think the the house was awesome too. That was like it was yeah. kind of its own character too for like the first half of the movement. I thought it was, those shots were quite amazing and but breathtaking. Why, I think it was actually filmed in Canada. Was it, why why did the dad draw him a map instead of just telling him to follow the road that clearly leads to the town? <laughs> Am I right? You got me. It's more of an adventure, Todd. Come on. Oh, this movie. <laughs> this movie needs some some script writing, editing here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll uh, stop. Was, no, no, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say. I, I, it's just. It's like it needed. It didn't know which genre it wants to be in, so if it just picked one genre and stuck to it, uh, it could have maybe been better. But because yeah, you're right. Uh, like Todd said, there's some like really things that really made me laugh. Uh, in the dialogue, and uh, too bad that it just went all over the place after that. So even like when he's like his dad, who sh- I think should have stayed his dad, was calling him like rat fucker, just because, like, <laughs> yeah. like just we- weird weird things like like that that just made me laugh. And it's just too bad. It's a weird direction at the end there. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll start with my rating. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I kind of said everything. I. I, I liked the movie. I thought overall it was pretty good, but um, there was definitely some issues with um, kind of the story for me and with um, just kind of the tone of the whole movie just kind of being all over the place. Um, so I'm going to... Um, I was teetering, but I, um, I'm going to give this one a, a six and a half. Okay. I give it a middle five. I'm going to go for a six. Well, I'm going to go for a 6.8. All right. Okay. I guess go see it. Yeah. The, the Blu-ray is yeah, available I mean, for pre-order on DiabolicDVD.com. Just saw that today. Recommended to certain people, but this isn't one I'd recommend to everyone. Who would you recommend to? Because, I mean... You know I love Greasy Strangler, and I didn't really right. see... Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. So. See, I'm surprised. Like, I figured, like, people... Like, I would recommend to people like the Greasy Strangler, just because I feel like the the goofiness of the movie, people, like, you'd appreciate it, you know? Well, I, I think Greasy Strangler goofiness comes from the director, though, Jim Hoskins. I, th- I think that's how you pronounce his name, but he... It was just, like, the story guy from Greasy Strangler, so I think that's where the disconnect right. was. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you're, like, you're into, like, quirky type stuff, you know, this could be up your alley. Or if you're a Long Elijah Wood fan. Yeah, that's what I was gonna... He's he's really good. And he plays that fucking crap. He plays him so well. He's really good. Mm -hmm. I think he's so underrated. Mm -hmm. He's never broken out of the Frodo. 
So, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. And his eyes were nice. His eyes were like so blue. This guy, it's like, how does he get his <laughs> eyes so blue? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, the only thing is, like, he, he was two mustache snips away from being Hitler. Like, <laughs> he, had, he had the hair, the eyes. So he was just two little snips on the edge of the mustache. And there you go. You basically had Hitler right there. And it was hairy. Like, it was a, yeah, he looked like a creep. But yeah, he's a great actor. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. Elton John sure. Discovery. But, yeah, he's. That's right. In a club. Yeah. Oh, no, DJ. Reginald. Reginald, yeah. That's right. Reg- Reg- <laughs> I did like that scene, though, where his fake dad plays him. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, there's some greatness in here, man. It's just, I think I need a little bit more reworking before they on tape. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's it. That's it? Uh, I think next week is either going to be VFW or maybe The Boy 2. I thought we were doing Women in Horror. Well, that's just a little... That's, oh, that's part a of it. That's oh, I thought that was the whole thing. Not a segment. Well, Sam's still hosting that one. <laughs> Get ready. Whatever you say, Todd. We should, um, and also... Um, there's the plan is to do an interview with the director of The Boy 2. Um, nothing set in stone yet, but it's I've been emailing back and forth. So depending on the date we set with that, it will either be probably VFW or 2 next week. So, What's VFW? Yeah. VFW is the one with all the old guys at the VFW. and like they're, It's kind of like Green Room, but like with old people. Yeah, like Assault and Precinct 13 kind of. Yeah, it looks it looks good. Got the guy from uh, what's his uh, Don't Breathe. What about the lodge? I don't think it's out yet. Why not? <laughs> it got like a super limited release, like New York and LA only. So I I don't I think it's coming like maybe next month, maybe. When's Antlers come out? Antlers coming out soon too. Yes, There's yeah. a lot of good stuff coming out still to come out. Antebellum, which I'm really excited for, and. There's a bunch Invisible of man. Like, oh, that's next oh, week. Man. Yeah, we should do that for sure. Yeah. Well, okay. There's right. still a ton of good horror to come out, so I don't anticipate well, I hope so. this. I don't anticipate this one making my top ten, though. No. This year, I've got to say, like, we're almost in March, and uh, I have nothing above a seven point five yet. So. Same, uh, but I guess it is the same thing happened last year too and then like all the good stuff started coming out like, once like the summer hit and like fall yeah yeah around midsummer there it started getting good right, right. <laughs> yep which i don't when did that come out like may yeah exactly yeah so it was oh, well there's some big ones this year that i'm looking forward to but they're all kind of second half so i guess it's yeah all that, uh, yeah but uh, yeah this year i've got to say so far has it been uh my bottom five is getting uh loaded but <laughs> Top five. My top ten isn't doing too well right now. Yeah, I was saying this to Sam. I think right now my number one... I mean, granted, we've only seen like five or six 2020 releases far, but I think my number one right now would probably be uh, Gretel and Hansel, which isn't... I got <laughs> which isn't because it, was yeah, it wasn't great. All right, I got underwear now as my top. Lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm.
What's your number one so far, Todd? Underwater too? Yeah, I've only seen two underwater in this one. Yeah. And yeah, that's only two. What about you, Sam? Gretel and Hansel too? The Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you haven't even seen it. It's already in your number one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh,